Hi, okay. It's almost the new year, and I have some thoughts. Okay. <laughs> I'm collecting them as I sit here because I'm actually, I kind of feel like I'm on like the edge of, of something, some, some awareness, some joy, some leap. You know that feeling. Like when you're like, it's like you're about to happen, like toes edge of diving board kind of experience. Leap or don't, cannonball or don't, pencil dive or don't, belly flop or don't. You know, there's there's something when you're up on the very edge of something, and that is also exactly what we are up upon right now as we get ready for this new year. So I have some some things I want to put out in front of you to see if it's something that might guide your anticipation of 2024, something that might lead your thinking or your prayers or your manifesting or your resolutions or whatever boat it is that you're in, that we would understand our role in our anticipation, our role in our lived experience, and our role in our joy. That is... That's for me, that's what's in front of me for 2024. That is the um, out of breathness I feel when I consider what is just like on the other side of my fingertips. <laughs> like if my hands, and I'm doing it now, are like up against the glass, like what's just on the other side. So there's two stories I have for you. And I hope that it can frame the way in which we understand doing a big thing. Okay. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go into the to the to the first story, and I want you to have a little bit of context for it. If you've been with me in this podcast for a while, you have heard um, some of the story, and some of the story goes like this: When I was in college many moons ago, um, I was at a season in life where I felt invincible. I had just started dating my boyfriend, who is now my husband. It was a senior year of college. I'm living with a bunch of girlfriends in our own like, house off campus. It was, I mean, it was like all things were moving in a positive direction in my life, and I was here for it. Over the course of a couple weeks, um, I ended up um, completely paralyzed from the waist down. There, I, I don't know still to this day what caused that um, problem. Um, I was diagnosed with transverse myelitis, and that is a autoimmune disorder that uh, takes out your nervous system. And so I was paralyzed in my spinal column, like a complete hard drive wipe, total, complete loss of function from the waist down. Um, there is more to that, but that's not what this is about. I was told I would never walk again. That was the final like diagnosis from the doctor was this is the dis the disorder that you have and this is forever now. I was sent to live in a rehabilitation unit, uh, an inpatient unit, after two weeks in the hospital where they were trying to get the pain under control and determine function and the uh, viability of my nerves and so forth. Okay, again, onward, onward, is I'm in a rehab unit and the point of this unit is to learn how to live in a wheelchair. I am there with the express purpose of learning how to make safe transfers um, so I can live an independent life. I'm 20 years old. 
And the goal for me is to learn how to go from wheelchair to bed, bed to wheelchair, wheelchair to chair, ch uh, wheelchair to commode. I wasn't even cleared to use a bathroom yet. Um, how do I take a shower? How do I uh, put on pants? How do I reach my shoes? So these are my goals. Those are my, the goals in front of me. Large, impossible. And every day I am wheeled into physical therapy and occupational therapy to help aid my progress for the, again, goal of learning to live um, as independently as possible in a wheelchair. If it sounds like I'm glossing over some of this, I need you to know that it's because one, it's not the point of where I'm going in the story today, and two, I've done a ton of work on it. Three, <laughs> the goal again, when I'm working with my PT is we'd lay on this PT table and she would go through the manipulation. So she would like move my big toe and then she would say, okay, Elise, all right, here we go, Elise, here we're going to do it. We're going to wiggle your toe. And it was like, ah, nothing. Right. And for hours a day, this was the, my rehab was trying to get some form of connection between my upper body and my lower body for my brain again, to be in charge of my feet. And the goal, and I asked the PT, you know, what is, what is the point of this, right? And she, because if my goal here is to live in a wheelchair, then what's like the actual, what's the point of this part? And she kind of just had this idea that, you know, what, at least what, like what, you're here, we might as well shoot the moon, if you will. Like this is still the point, is to help your body still maintain some form of muscles and la la la. I don't know, I'm not a PT. <laughs> so, there is... A singular moment when I'm in physical therapy and we're going through the motions and it's been weeks at this point and I have every day by 1 p.m. a migraine because of how much effort mental effort I am exerting to do absolutely nothing to just try to get my toe to work it was like I was trying to just get my brain to make it happen and it would hurt so bad mentally that I would literally get a migraine. That's, that's the concerted effort. I do want that part to come across. How absolutely impossible this was. And lo and behold, the singular moment where she again asked me to move my toe and something fires in my body and I felt like I was being electrocuted. It was like uh, something entered the top of my head, shot all the way down my spine and out my toe. And I froze and looked at her like, 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 did it happen? Like, I don't even know if it happened. I couldn't replicate it, but I, but something happened. And she looked at me and she was like, yes, yes. No, it did happen. It did happen. At least it happened. And this is, it happened like lightning. One single electrical impulse, one one tiny neurotransmitter to the next neurotransmitter to the next neurotransmitter all the way down my spine rock chipping down through my nerves and all the way out my toe and there was a movement and I wiggled my toe and that was the beginning of everything because now there's totally new goals on the table now I have a whole new pivot because of one tiny nerve impulse and to tell you, I spent the, re the re weeks longer in this rehabilitation unit every single day trying to replicate that motion, trying to get one toe on a command, the next toe, 
how do I get, what about the other toe? And what about um, up and then down? And weeks and weeks of tiny, tiny, minuscule movements that were the biggest and most important things I'd ever done in my life. I need you to understand that sometimes I or we set a thing in front of us. Like, I want fill in the blank, to be happy this year. I want um, to make more money. I want to have better relationships. I want to uh, eat better. I don't know. What is your thing? What is your specific thing for 2024? When you think of what's in front of you, what's just on the other side, a career switch, a new relationship, a new way of being, are you moving? I don't know. What is it? What's on the table for you? What's your intention? I don't really care about your resolutions. What's your intention for the whole year if you do that? And why not? And we put this big thing, I put this big thing in front of me, and then it can feel exceptionally overwhelming. Like, I have to start running when I can't move at all and I'm in a rehab unit learning to live in a wheelchair. And if I understood that the only way I'm ever going to walk again is one tiny bolt of lightning one tiny move of a toe at a time, all of a sudden everything changes and what is possible completely shifts when I break down how it is I'm going to go about getting there. A tiny micro movement, a tiny, tiny smidge towards, oh, let me just move my shoulder to the right, a tiny bit, a baby iota, a micro, micro, micro little motion towards the absolute impossible. What would it be like for you to put the giant thing in front of you for this year and then take it one tiny toe at a time? Is it, is it, does it make it more sustainable? Does it make it more possible? Could we inch towards our things? Does it feel more within reach when we, when we realize that we don't just get up and start powering through the next thing, but that we get to move with some ease and intention? That it is so much closer, maybe so much more within our grasp if we, if we take it like that because we're actually on our way when we make any move at all. And if we knew the move that we had to make was just a, a minor, a small, a micro move, does it feel more achievable? Can you taste it? You know, sometimes I... I mean, I get wild ideas, that's for sure. And then I start running. It's just, it's just the, I don't know, it's just the way that I unfold, you know? Just, I mean, in zero judgment, I, I have grown to appreciate and love the things <laughs> about me that make me me, and that's one of them. But when I look back to the things that I have had to do that have been some of the hardest, like, overcoming moments in my life, that is top for me. That is, that's the hardest, like, physical thing I've, I've had to do and it was such an internal process. It was such a, oh my God, it was so crazy doing, trying to do something that I'd done consciously for mostly 20 years <laughs> to make what had been subconscious conscious. 
that is what the journey was from in learning to walk again and getting to coordinate uh, different movements on purpose. And I don't walk the same. That's the odd part too. Like it was so like mechanical when I was first learning because it was like, okay, I'm going to lift up right foot. And, and then it was like, oh my gosh, right. And I also have my left foot to worry about. Okay, great. Left foot. And never mind getting my arms to swing. I mean, it, you guys, when I talk about breaking down walking into all these different, there's so many components. There's so many things you have to like, get. And so then if I was, if I could get my arms to move, then my legs, I, then I couldn't get my legs to move too. It's a lot to do at one time. My OT was fabulous. She helps me to realize at least you're a college student. And so if you're going back to college, you're going to have to also hold things and walk, right? So she put something in my hands and immediately I would stop walking. Like I couldn't also concentrate on holding the thing on the top because now I'm focusing on the, the top half of my body and my legs would stop. So we, again, when I talk about like, like breaking things down into actual like, hey, this is the exercise or the goal today. And if my goal is I'd like to be able to walk again and be able to hold coffee and walk and talk or have a conversation that, you know, like these are all, these are all things, right? So one tiny goal at a time and an absolute ridiculous amount of compassion, like stupid level, lavish care, like so much rest because it was so hard and so much like, like gold stars on the chart because I could hold the coffee and keep the legs moving that day or I could look up or I didn't have to hold onto the wall. Like just, just these, these things that again, they were subconsciously working on my behalf and then all of a sudden they weren't. And I think about change like that. And I think about like moving towards good and joy and what's in this next year. And I do love a new year. There is something about like all is possible. Like, like, like January 1st, and maybe that, maybe you're listening to this podcast and it's beyond the new year, then take it February 1st or, or, or March 13th or June 5th. It doesn't matter, right? Because it's, it could be brand new. It could be brand new. I'm saying that in the, in the seat of my own massive changes as I'm like considering a big move myself, a big ugh, exodus, a big shift, a big shedding, a big taking off of roles and changing seats. And, and, and I think about that and remember my instinct that I do love about me is burn, baby, burn. Let's run. Let's go. Let's go. And all of a sudden I'm stopping to say, Hey, what if I took it a tiny toad at time? What if I remembered that it's one impulse and then the next and then the next and to really learn to put this thing on well, to really learn to take this thing off well, that we don't do, always do. <laughs> Big, huge, radical things at once. That's not how a sustainable change occurs. That might be like ripping off a Band-Aid, and that might be like shaving one's head, or um, getting an impulsive tattoo, or um, doing something spontaneous, and those kind of shifts also right? Produce a, a ripple or a wave. I'm talking about like the whole thing. 
how do we move towards the whole big magic thing for the new year? So I want you to hold that in one hand, the idea of micro movements towards your, towards your biggie this year. Could you come back to just wiggling one toe, maybe even literally as a practice? I'm wiggling my toe in my sneaker right now. That is enough for today. I made one movement. That is enough for this morning. I wrote in my journal. That was enough for my progress today. I got out of the house. That was enough for today. I took myself up on me. That was enough for today. Gold star. A tiny movement on my way to sustainable change towards bigger pivots towards me. And the other thing I want to kind of challenge you with this year is the idea of a magic wand. It's controversial. <laughs> In fact, on my, on Radical Wellness, on my team alone, we have very different thoughts on this, which is, again, the magic of Radical Wellness, because variety is honest and um, gritty, and it allows us all to grow and change and to not have conformity, right? Like, it's just... I'm, a, I'm obsessed with the way that everyone is in their own seat and like in strength, you know, it's my personal belief in the magic wand. And, and I mean it, a real one <laughs> sometimes, um, we need something to shake up the monotony. And to me that comes sometimes in the form of if you had a magic wand and you were given a wish for this year, what would you unlock? It's not child's play. Could you take some time with that question? Could you allow your magical thinking to lead you towards something new this year? Even if that something new is just, God, just seeing yourself in a different way in the mirror. Just seeing yourself in, in, in loving you or being kind to you or going a different way on your way home and noticing that there's flowers blooming and that there's joy that is outside of what we've been rutting into. The reason that the magic wand is controversial is because a lot of the times in therapy people almost can accuse uh, magical thinking as a deterrent from change, right? Because it's like, because um, it's magic. <laughs> or it's um, impossible. But I kind of love it. I kind of feel like for me, it's the way in. I'm like, no, tell me every magical thought you have. I want to know every magical thought because if you, if you go with that, go with your magical wishing and your, and your wand predicting, then we're going to see the kind of world you want to live in. And then we can take a tiny little micro movement towards it. So your biggest magical ideas about the relationships you're in, that there would be harmony here, that there would be a repair here. I don't know, dream, what do you want? Do you want, like, I'd like to, to breathe different air this year. I'd like to travel here. I don't care. This is the point. The point is that we, we give ourselves a moment to use a magic wand to think outside of what we have told ourselves is possible. So this is the both and. This is the magic wand on one hand. What do you want? I want to be happy this year. I'll answer, my, I'll answer it myself first. I want to be happy. I, w I want It's a return to joy for me this year. 
2024 is about reclaiming joy. So that's abstract. Um, I hear that in my own answer. And so my job is to make that concrete, to chase joy in touchable, tangible ways. This is how I touched or chased joy today. This is how I went after joy today. I put on my favorite music in the house while I washed the dishes. It doesn't have to be wild. <laughs> what if it was a tiny toe movement? What if a tiny movement towards joy continues to keep me on that joy trajectory? What if it kind of is a boost of like, God, I just feel better because I did that. And what happens if I take that tiny step? What's the next tiny movement? What's the next tiny goal? What's the new treatment plan? Now that I can move my toe, now that you can dream again. Okay, on the one hand, a magic wand where you let yourself be in the impossible. The impossible. And on the other hand, a tiny micro movement. One little thing at a time. One nervous system response going the right way. One, one piece of joy going the right way. Mm. I'm putting some macro things out there for myself this year. And I'm going after it in tiny little micro bites. That is my hope. That is my plan. And I'm also not waiting until January 1st. So today I got up, I wrote in my journal, I said, I'm going to go for a walk. And sometimes in my home, that is uh, hard to do because I'm into a routine of making sure that like, it's okay if I leave and is everyone else okay and blah, blah, blah. And it's just a pattern for, for whatever it is. It's just a pattern. That's, that's my pattern. <laughs> and so to change and do a different pattern. That is what, that is the other like trick in all of this. It just do it, do a different thing. So that might mean that you drive a different way to your house today. We're just getting out of the typical and the expected. This is your trick. This is your hack. Okay. Do it, do it differently. So if you, you can do this by uh, writing with your non-dominant hand, you can use your non-dominant hand to eat and um, use a fork. Um, brush your teeth with your non-dominant hand. All of these things, what we're trying to do is interrupt the pattern, disrupt the way we do all the things. So this is the, the joy hack. It's the disruption. I will disrupt my pattern of getting home this direction and go this direction, even if it's the long way, because now what has to happen is I have to pay attention. And I have to pay attention. Now I'm in the present moment. And if I'm in the present moment, well, that's where joy lives. Joy is right now. It is not, it's, it's not at some destination. It's not waiting for you on an island. It's not in a different job. It is not in a different relationship. It is not in a different size or, or God, some bullshit like that. Listen, it is right now. So magic wand, set the impossible goal. When I drift back, mine was walking again, actually walking again. And on the other hand, that micro movement was that all of a sudden showing up to PT again and doing the same thing over again until finally the impulse happened. And then it was like, wow, a whole new thing. Your hack is disrupt your patterns. Do it differently. 
enter the now. That is where life is happening, is right now. Disrupt, disrupt, disrupt. And if you don't believe me, try it. Try try to do it differently in this week. And you don't have to wait for January 1st or next year or whatever. That's just, that's just the made up part. <laughs> we set our own edges. We set our own January 1st. We set our own now. So go a new way and see what happens. All right. Here is to every impossible thing being within our grasp. Here is to impossible things revealing what is within our heart and the things we want and taking movements and motions towards that that are actually sustainable and to disrupting the way that things have been going that we're unsatisfied with. And if it is going well, then you don't need to disrupt that. Maybe you enhance that or do more of that. But the things that we don't realize that we are like unconsciously just rolling along with that, that's the piece that we get to shift and change. So 2024 coming for you. See you guys on the flip side. (laughs) Cheers.